Okay, we've got you on. All right, people. So, um, welcome back to another Teddy Hoggle podcast. And today, I'm, today I'm joined by you know what? It's funny you've been on podcasts with me before, and I know we were meant to do this other before, but this is El Chapo, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, you said it correctly. Yeah, man, this is El Chapo, man. This is hey, welcome. I can't believe this is the first time I actually had you on here, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's weird, right? I should have, I should actually have you on here more because we're the probably the talkers of the family. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. It is right. We're the ones on the camera, the live camera feed. We're the ones that can talk to the people. You know, give them, give them knowledge. You know. Yeah, hopefully, I'm trying to enlighten some people today. Exactly, and the the biggest topic I have right now is this corona. So I do apologize if I sniff a lot or like take a drink because my throat and my nose is is ah oh, it's it's killing me, man. It's absolutely killing me. I'm trying not to take any um medicine right now. I'm trying not to take anything because I've done it for the last three or four days, and it's like it's too much. You know, it's too much. They say too much too much of anything is bad for you. Know, but how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, as far as your health, they recommended that uh, uptake in uh, vitamin C can be helpful. And um, personally, what I do every day is I burn sage in my house. Yeah. Um, That's a good thing. That's a good one, actually. Yeah, because it's a natural antiseptic. I studied sage. Um, the Greeks came up. Well, the Greeks didn't come up with it, but they named it. Um, it was like this. It's like an herb that they... Um, they used in all sorts of medicine yeah and uh i actually smoke a pipe so i put it in my pipe sometimes and i smoke sage Ooh wee! you're like one of those that's one of those uncle granddaddy types you know they come round and granddad's smoking the sage mate you know <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? it, it's i don't know it just it makes me feel restful uh i've told people people who are more on the spiritual side say that it, it, it it's uh banishes evil energy and all sorts and i i just do it because i like the way it smells and it leaves a little restful odor in my house and i like that you know what it's funny you that's funny because um i was doing a little bit of research on kind of the uh mm, how can i put okay deities i would kind of call them whatever i was doing like a lot of research over last last year and i found a lot of stuff out like you said not about sage or anything but a lot of stuff about, um, you know, like um, stones and um, I didn't know a lot of people wear certain stones to their chakra or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but yeah, it's only when you research it, you look around and then you see it. And that sage thing, I've seen a woman, she had like a on her on her wrist, she had a little bottle of something. I said, what is that green stuff? I said, I see all the time. What is that little green stuff in that little bottle there? She said, oh, it's sage. So I was like, why is it? She said, oh, it keeps away evil spirits. And I was like, huh? But I just never thought people took it that serious anymore. Do you know what I mean? That like, yeah. wasn't really a thing. You know? I, I think as people move away from uh, organized religion, a lot of them are returning to the old ways and the old beliefs. And, yeah, uh, that can mean getting more involved. Like I have family members that are deeply into crystals and crystal healing and things like that. Personally, I don't, I don't believe it. Uh, but whatever makes you feel better, any homeopathic, whatever, if it, if it makes you feel more healthy or helps you be more uh, efficient in your day. I don't know if you, if that you know it's not hurting anybody. So okay. I feel you know what I feel that yeah what you just said that's that's why I started researching because I tried to find something that was connected to me and something came up and it kind of helped me through a bad time when I was going through I didn't finish I didn't I don't think I even finished researching but I didn't even, I didn't even start practicing or anything like that but I realized it's all about your inner self it's about if you're not hurting anybody I believe you're able to practice what you really want but when it comes to like yeah when you when you practice something that's not hurting anybody I don't see the reason why not to but like you're saying yeah when people do come away from well I'm not saying man-made religions but when it comes to like religions that have been that like, put on you and like put on you like a like like it's on your back then I believe yeah I think people do have more of a 
a more of a spiritual time when they come out of certain things. You know what I mean? Very true. I think it's. I think tragedy is um, or, or difficulty is a, if you believe it, is an opportunity to get close to the divine or to uh, get close. Anywhere you can get there, right? Anywhere you can get there, right? Obviously, positive means. I don't want people sacrificing kids or nothing. Like <laughs> any positive means you can, you can, you can align yourself with the positive energy in the, in the universe. Um, go for it. I'm all for it. Help you be what? a better individual. So, do you believe that though? Do you believe the? Let's uh, just, you know, what I, I, I had things written down about the coronavirus, but I, I like this topic you started off with straight away. Do you believe in the? Um, I would say the alignments, like what you said, like the universe and good, 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 good does onto good. Um, you have to feel some struggle sometime in order to feel the good, so you can basically put it out there. Something you have to feel sometimes a struggle, and like you know, uh, what's the word I would say? You have to go through it, and sometimes in order to get to something else. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I hear that. Um, I've always looked at it from this perspective that um, people that say, like, you look at, like, the Caribbean or places that are considered to be paradisaic, like, just, like, beautiful places. Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't need it to be, like, they don't need a hurricane to appreciate how beautiful where they, they, they live is. Yeah, and I don't, I yeah, I don't think necessarily um, bad things help you appreciate good things more but maybe they put it in perspective and they could in that they make you grateful it's like when you sometimes when you're sick and you've been sick long like a really long time yeah you can't remember the last time you felt good and then the moment you do feel good you feel really good so that can be how that 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 works itself out but you being healthy was always the better option in those two I know you don't. It's funny that you don't. You don't realize that when you're when you're a teenager, you're drinking. You see your mum or your dad, or they're drinking certain things. You're like, oh, that's disgusting. Why are you drinking? And they say, when you get older, you understand. And it's only now I'm getting older and I start what like me going to the gym in the past was a myth. Now I'm having to eat healthy and having to put out good energy. So I just don't want. Just you. I'm trying to find not to have any negative energy around me even though people are putting it out there every day yeah. but I feel myself I feel more um in tune to it I I can sense it more if I can if I if I know if I I can sometimes I can feel someone having a bad day around me and I just try to exclude myself away from it so I try to not surround myself with it try to go to the gym try to um let out just let off some steam let off some stress and just let all the good energy in you know eat healthy eat right and right now with all this stuff going on um i think people i think when when this finishes that the people will go back to churches they will find whatever they need to pick themselves up because a lot of people are going to have real mental problems from this when it's over absolutely um, I, you're you're 100 correct. I think that um, I think that what's happening is going to shift public perspective uh, on what is important in society. And um, like I'm I'm a big Star Trek fan. Always have. <laughs> Don't do it. No, Don't no. I'm just it. saying that um, the way the way Gene Roddenberry <laughs> when he, he the way that he he that obviously that fictional. Universe. We are the same person, dude. We are the same person. Go on. You don't want to do it. Yeah, like society had to go through all these terrible things and they finally realized that if you work towards the better of humanity, yeah, you can you would have achieved space travel or you would achieve something like the amount of money that we put in, like right now, nobody's worried about military conflict. We're worried the countries heads of countries are worried about their citizens dying. Yeah. Something that they they should have always been worried about. Yep. Yep. The, the health and the well-being of this. They're worried about the, the the they're not even worried about the economy necessary. They're worried about do my citizens have enough money to survive this? Because they know what will happen if there is a breakdown. There will be chaos. There will be crime. There will be anarchy. And all those those angsty teenagers that think that anarchy would be fun, it wouldn't. 
Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah. They, if they didn't know, then they know now. Well, this is it. The Purge is a fun movie to watch, but in practice, it would be yeah. horrific. You know the funny thing about it? It's funny thing about it. It sounds mad. I can't stand those films. Me and neither. the reason I don't why like should I tell you why I can't stand them? And this is it sounds I know I'm gonna sound a bit um a bit like oh you know you think you would be able to survive it. My mindset on certain things like that, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that computer games has um laid a platform out for us and we've learned over time on what we would do and what we do do. But this is I'll say put it in a computer game platform when you play a game and it's something like I'll say Resident Evil that's just come out or there's a certain game where it's like apocalyptic you you play your game in your style even though they they, they allow you to be like I'll say like a rogue or something you know what I mean like something like a like a class you know that when you see those type of films you don't want to watch them because there's certain things that they do and don't get me wrong it's acting they're following a script but there's certain things you wouldn't do have you seen the last purge when they go in the hood the uh, first purge I, the I, first purge I saw the first one I didn't watch any more of them because I was just like I felt like I was like this is not the kind of thing I want to see okay then so they've got one where they go in the hood right and yeah. they have about 15 10 8 black people like from the hood like hood people whatever and they fight against military grade level army men the guys from the hood are acting like ninjas and they're killing the army men like this literally like slitting their throats and like shooting them in the head like point blank range shooting them in the head and I'm I'm sitting in it and I'm saying to my missus this is rubbish she's like no it's not this this is great I'm like this is crap she's like what well, I said to her trained military men are not getting killed I'm sorry by people from the hood I'm I, don't get me wrong we will kill a couple of them but if it was you know yeah. SAS trained, trained marines killers. yeah trained marines you know and I know we play these this I say, we play yeah, we play these games like uh, Rainbow Six Siege, for instance, or Rainbow any of Rainbow Sixes. You know, and I know. Okay, for instance, a hood. Okay, I would say if a hood person would open a door, they would creep in the door, but then they would look. They need to understand that SAS person is not going to open that door. He's going to go. He's going to breach a window. He's going to knock down the door. He's going to knock down the wall. Do you understand? It's there's yeah. so much stuff. So when I see yeah, these things... Even before that, before yeah. they, they, they even show up, they're going to have Overwatch. They're going to have a team with <laughs> signatures that's going to know where everybody is. They're going to have their guys tagged. And anybody who's not tagged, they're going to already know where they are in the building. Like, yeah. And the reason, and I say this, like the reason that the British military and the American military suffered overseas is because they don't speak the language. They don't understand the culture. They don't know the trade. If, they, if these things happen... In our heavily surveilled streets in, in urban cities that everyone knows the plans, the layouts, the sewers, the this, the that, they would they could they would they would wipe the people out. They would wipe us out. They would wipe Easily. us out. And that's why I say we're the purge when people believe, oh, this is the it's, this is coming it's, it's the fiction, purge. Though. I expect it to be silly. It's fiction. No, I I yeah, you expect it to be silly, but I think it's silly to the point where you know how you would act and I know how I would act. Like I say, for instance, my miss, me and my missus have always had this running joke. We'll be like, oh, she's like, oh, I'm going to my mum's house. I'm like, well, I'm not going. She's like, well, I'm not going. Because she doesn't understand the fight for food becomes survival. And that last can of beans can become life or death. Do you understand? People don't realise... I'm not going to fight you for that can of beans when I know I could have stayed home and we could have fed the three of us, but then you want to go out and then now fight for six people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't really make any sense. You stay home. Yeah. You make yourself, you make your, you make your home a bunker. Yeah. And then once everything dies down, then you start going out it, and you it, go door to door. In my opinion, this yeah? is what would happen, right? In a, in a, in a serious, and, I, and God forbid any of this ever happens. In a serious situation like that, if society breaks down, what is going to happen is we're all, you know, times change, but people don't. We are going to resort to tribal behavior. We're going to we're going to try and get around as many of our people who have like minded beliefs in our families. And yeah, maybe not in close proximity, like everyone in one house, but there will be 
it's kind of like what happened in Somalia. There'll be warlords, there'll be factions, like Mad Max type situations. That's what would happen because yep, people yep, yep, yep. band together for protection. And if there's no governmental protections, then people take it upon themselves to protect themselves and their interests and their food and their this. And people will, you know, they'll shore up their defenses. And it'll just be like that. You can't go into this area. It's controlled by this faction. You can't go into that area. It'll be it'll be that kind of nonsense, which would be horrible. Um, and and that's my opinion how it would go. But like when it comes to fiction and things like that, I hate watching. Like I don't even watch Planet of the Apes because I don't like the idea of monkeys beating up people. I just think that there's, <laughs> there's just something unwholesome about it. I don't like it, and I refuse to watch it. I was like, no, there's no way we we've messed up the world so much that monkeys came and kicked our ass. I don't believe. That. Well, well, this will that well. You know what? I can now bring in. I can now bring in the coronavirus when when you say monkeys and sounds really bad and the virus and messed up the world i can kind of bring a coronavirus to this so um let's go with government first and how planet the apes and the government kind of match up because the way they're doing things it's on tv stay home do nothing and everything could be okay don't worry about it that's monkey behavior they're not thinking about what they're saying to the point i want to the point to the point where Let's be honest. People are going to the supermarket and believing that toilet roll was the, was the cure to coronavirus. Toilet roll. Um, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Sorry, I got two messages just then. Um, basically, I take it all the way back because, like, I wanted to research how it even happened. Like, and then I went into research. I said, well, why were these markets in China? Why did they even exist? Because apparently. The strain of, of this, because coronavirus has existed prior to this one. That's why they call it COVID nineteen because it's a different strain of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you look apparently, if you look on the back of um, bleach and death, yeah. it says it kills coronavirus. Yeah. So coronavirus is a name for a disease that hasn't been named yet, apparently. Okay. So this yeah. particular virus is, um, and the way viruses work is they hijack your cells and try to replicate themselves to the point where the whole host is the virus. That's why. Yeah, it's them. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, okay, so they got these markets in Wuhan, China, and they're called wet markets. And uh, the people there, a wet market is basically lots of live wild animals and some domestic, but mostly wild animals in cages that they chop up live and direct in front of you and give you the food. And I'm thinking, why were these people doing that? Now, when communism came into play in China uh, and. in that transition the whole of the society broke down yeah. people were starving because you're making a whole bunch of people many of whom weren't farmers into farmers um mal government wanted to take out all of the educated people and uh, basically get everybody back to what he felt was the right way of living which was everyone should be farming and making food for each other which was you know the communist ideology at the time I believe that's right. I believe that. I believe that. To me, that's the perfect way of living. But well, however, the I, society can't function if everybody's doing the same thing. There has to be diversity. Like, even Cuba's had to figure that out. You have to allow some free market. Um, capitalism, like, pure capitalism is dangerous. Pure communism is dangerous. Um, anything, anywhere there's no balance to two ideologies that are necessary for yeah. life, there will be there will be problems. People will suffer. Yeah, they'd be conflict. Yeah, yeah they'd be conflict. So what he what he realized was that people in the a lot of the rural areas that couldn't farm or didn't have, you know, farmland that was arable that they could actually use, he told them that they could eat the wild animals. And then that became a thing. So people were catching like rats, which are numerous and everything. I know, but isn't there yeah, but isn't there isn't there common sense though? That's that's well, well that's this is the, the thing. For years and years, there hasn't really been a problem. But things like SARS and things like that are diseases that jump from animals to humans. And they jump from animals to humans because of places like these wet markets. Like they say Ebola in Africa was caused by people eating bushmeat. So people in Africa, some parts of Africa, not all, uh, were eating like chimps and things like that. And these diseases that these wild animals carry would now jump to humans through consumption or lack of... um, hygiene and how in preparation because these are not domesticated animals domesticated animals been around us for centuries any diseases we could have got from them we would have got it already 
they're more like they, they, they depend on us for their survival domesticated animals so we we are linked to them in that sense and um, so we're we're immune to their disease but people over there cooking up bats and pangolins and like squirrels foxes all these you odd them. animals and they're eating them and they're not they're not preparing them in any safe way whatsoever they got cages on top of cages on top of cages feces is dropping down from one animal to the next um it's a breeding ground for disease and that's exactly what's occurred so now china's banned eating uh wild animals and those type of markets because they they realize what's happened and i believe that they are underreporting how many deaths and how many cases of illnesses that has actually occurred in that oh yeah china has never they, they they will remember it's like China and Russia are very private when it comes to the east side of the world they don't really want to tell us anything because we're going to assume something anyway they, we're going to assume that they're that they're bad and they're bad and whatever so they if they if they don't tell us the right number we they they give us the the, the mind to assume what their number is because I don't know if you heard that America now has the biggest is it death toll right now for people that are dead or people that have coronavirus now? America has it. Yeah. And I thought, why would you want that number? Why would you leak that number out to me? I would never have told... If I was a president, I wouldn't let anyone know that number. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit weird the way they go. But it's like, it's not a competition to see who's got the most coronavirus victims that's going on. Like, I don't really understand I, what they're the, trying to the, do. Um, despite arguments from the president, the American media is more transparent in what's happening than the Chinese media could be. And uh, China's got one-eighth of the world's population. So, but the only thing I would say that in China's defense is that a lot of the population is spread out in in the country. But there are, like, there's, what, 8 billion, 9 billion people on the planet, and there's, like, 1, 2 billion people in China, almost. Like, if, if there's going to be deaths, in the majority, it's gonna be there. Um, I don't know how Italy jumped into it so severely. And yeah, well, you know what? My missus said the same thing. My missus said the same thing. She didn't understand how Italy got it so bad. She didn't get it. She was like, "How?" And I'm like, "Babe, I don't know. I, we don't know." My, well, me and you only see from what we see from Ivan. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes, I, so we don't really know anything. I speculate that when that happens, Italy pro- maybe, maybe had closer ties to China than people realize. Because if the disease starts in one place and then burns up in another, uh, which is not necessarily, like, they're not adjacent to each other. Like, Italy's ways away from China. Like, maybe they had a lot of back and forth between China and Italy that no one realized until now we can see that maybe China and Italy were a lot closer than people realize. It must have been because I know I know I know when I went to Antigua there was Chinese there. I went to Barbados and they were telling me that the Chinese were buying up a lot of land and they were buying all this stuff. And I was like, what's China doing in Barbados? What is China? They're buying up the whole of the, the world. They they need influence. Yeah but are they doing yeah but are they doing this they're doing this behind people's. They're not even doing it behind people's back. They're doing it in people's front of people's faces. But no one's talking about it. The no Chinese one's have money. Actually saying anything. No one's saying it. Yeah. No one's. And I don't know if you know about you know the economic crash. Right now, they got a, a live joke that um, rich people are buying stocks and poor people, poor people are buying toilet roll. Um, because I work in a supermarket. Um, it's total chaos in there. It is. How do you feel? How do you feel about this? This this supermarket, like mayhem. This mega mayhem going on right now. How do you feel about so, it? I, when it first happened, I, I refused to panic. I was like, I'm I, I have, I'm anxious anyway. I suffer with anxiety, but I I didn't feel any, and I thought that was good because I thought to myself, well, if there was a reason to panic, I would feel it already. But I didn't feel that, and I still don't. And um, I went to the uh, to the the large um, store near where I live, and um, I stood in line for an hour to get in, and then I needed a prescription for my anxiety, or whatever. And I was like, I can't stand in this line. This is too much. So I went up to the security, and I was like, Yeah, um, I'm not here to buy anything. I just need to get my prescription filled. And the guy was like, Security guard, to his credit, let me in, and I went in. 
But um, what had happened until um, it was it was Asda until they had um, it it was it's weird to see Asda looking like a club. Like there was a queue outside. It was only letting in people as many people as had gone out to go in. But when I went inside after they changed the whole way it was, because initially they were like the queues inside the store were insane. And I was thinking, if worse than Christmas, right? I've never seen anything like it. Uh, If I told you, if I told you that they made more money in three days than they did in three months. You, you, it's ridiculous. That's how much yeah. money they made. Sure. Someone is benefiting off this. Re- someone is benefiting off this really bad. Whoever makes toilet roll, whoever makes cleaning solutions, <laughs> they don't want this to stop. They are, nope. they are, whatever. Like anyone who had stocks in 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 those type of companies are laughing their heads off. They're the only ones making money right now. And um, unfortunately, the way capitalism works is there are people that won't want this to stop because of how financially profitable and beneficial it is for them. Um, and that's the sad part about it. I went into the the same store and I um, I saw the baby whites had been marked up by, I think, about 80%. Yes. And I was like, that's crazy. Now, their argument was to prevent uh, mass purchasing. But I was like, well, I went into a Turkish store and what they had done is just put a few items on the shelves. Just a few of them. Now, I know that they have way more in the back. But if you went in, there was only like three cans of corned beef. And then if someone buys those three, you go back the next day, there's another three there. They didn't put all the cans of corned beef on the thing like they usually would. Because someone would come in and buy them all. And then that would lead yeah. to more panic buying. Okay, but I can say, I can honestly say... Because I work nights, I have to replenish the store. So um, they took it into account that the night staff were being hassled and it was dangerous for us because of the co because of the COVID. And they closed the store basically from twelve. Then they started closing. It was like going down and down, and they got from eight to late. So we have more time to clean stock the store. Um, believe me, there is no stock. There is none. You may get the pasta back. You may get the toilet roll back. Um, they are now we are now starting to receive toilet papers that we've never seen before um, certain think we're getting toilet papers that are in Pacific stores like Scotland stores or Ireland stores and stuff yeah. like that there's just not enough and it's amazing to me before if, if a toilet paper came in that wasn't a part of our store we would give it away free but for some reason now, every toilet paper is 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 coded with a barcode, and you can sell it. And literally, they're selling out every single. Which day. is silly. It's a silly thing. Yeah. To do. Like you can watch. Like people people have been taking a crap before toilet paper was ever invented. So <laughs> we knew how to clean our butts before this. Like I don't get the toilet paper. I really, I swear to God, I don't understand the obsession with the toilet paper it doesn't even make sense no I or, or the pasta either. i was yeah i was imagine this i was because i work like i said i worked there i the toilet paper came out on a pallet and i don't really like to me i i don't suffer from anxiety i don't really like big crowds but i literally they, the guy called me over he's like no like Teddy I need your help you need to control this so I was like fine so I had to literally go there I'm a manager at my workplace I had to go there and act like I was on the road and shout at people and tell them one toilet roll one people are snatching it out of my hand people are trying to fight me people are telling me that they're pregnant they need they've got twins they, they've got children outside the store that's waiting them in the car how could I leave them how can I allow their children to be in the car when they, and I'm like all these excuses just to get toilet paper it was amazing it was amazing brother it's, it's people fighting like I don't know if you, did you see the little the, the Audi store when the people were crawling over the trolleys did no, you see that? see that oh man it's it's funny. I did my shopping three days before everything went 
psycho. And I went into Lidl and I bought everything I needed and it was full. And then uh, my missus's mum, she showed me a video of her going to the same store and she had to wait a saw she had to wait outside for an hour and a half. Hey, that, that's why I'm happy for ethnic areas. I can walk to my local store right now. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I can walk to my local store right now. There's toilet paper on the on the shelves. There's there's any kind of meat I want on the shelves. There's alcohol, oh, there's candy. I can get anything I want. And it, it's you know what? <laughs> You know what? You're making my throat hurt so bad. You know the funny thing about it was when, when this happened, I because I work and I said the you know they got a Caribbean out, right? So yeah. I was like, I'm not scared. And everyone's like, why? I said, because no one shops the Caribbean out. No one shops it. Brother, I was buying everything from the Caribbean out. Like literally everything I don't normally buy because I'm too like, oh no, I don't want anything from the Caribbean. I'm just gonna go to the condiments are buying the same thing for cheaper but not good brother i was buying everything you know how much rice i have from the caribbean and it's good rice i'm buying that rice from now on it's good yeah. rice evaporated milk condom you know is it island is it something island they sell in um, Asda? it's something island i can't remember what it's called but they have everything there and i've, I've got bun i got i got hard bread yeah. i got um porridge you name it and i thought to myself why have i not been doing this before why have yeah, i not been doing this before yeah. we need to go back to basic we need to go back to our roots and have everything we need to we used to eat we need to continue i've been, I've been eating again. corned beef i've been <laughs> I, I like it i'm not even gonna lie i'm not even gonna lie but yo oh i love corned beef and rice. yeah that's my favorite that's, i've got that right now in my yeah. i made a big part of it i just you know out. Yeah, ask my missus. Ask my missus when I say to her, she's like, "What do you want to eat?" I like corned beef and rice. She's like, "Corned beef and rice again." I'm like, "Babe, it's my favorite meal," because I'm so used to the comfort food now. Yeah, it's yeah, yes, yes, it's a comfort food, and it's really weird that it's become big man like me that can have anything. Wants corned beef and rice, the simplest filled meal in the world. What 20, 20, 30 minutes? It's done. I like Weetabix for the same reason, but yeah, it's just there's certain foods that like I used to not really like yeah, as a kid, and now if I have them, I'm just like, oh, I'm just calm. I'm just calm to eat it. And you like Weetabix? Do you think love you like Weetabix? Weetabix? It's funny. I give my daughter Weetabix for her to eat in the morning, and I don't give her any other cereal. And she asks me why, and I say to her because this cereal will feed you and keep you full until lunch. It does yeah, slow, slow release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she doesn't get it. Oh, I want Frosties. Why? These are nothing. They're just like bits of corn and sugar. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, to stay on the topic of um, what do you feel about um, Boris at the moment, shutting down all the borders and stuff like that? What do you feel about UK in general? How do you think they're handling this coronavirus? What do you think? Do you think they're handling think it well? They're handling it better than the United wrong? States. What Trump is doing is because he doesn't want to be responsible. <laughs> He's left it, and and don't get me wrong, the United States, um, each state is sovereign, so like each state is its own little government, and he's kind of said basically, well, you guys can do what you want, which shows a lack of leadership. Now, yeah, he's leaving it to the Senate, right? No, he's the leaving government. it to the Senate of each state, yeah. the governance of each yeah. state, yeah, he's leaving it to the governance so of each state. So he's doing that, so that way he can be off the hook. If he goes, oh, well, I'll let you guys do what you want, if it doesn't go right, that's on you, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, there is a federal government for a reason and he needs to step up and show some leadership um, Boris I oh, Boris, Boris, is, Boris is, in, is inept at the best of times um, he, he he's one of those men that wanted power but isn't suited for it and, do you think yeah. so he's, he's a kind of I you know the funny thing I wanted him to win because I wanted to see what he would do I didn't, I didn't, I, that I don't kind of thing anyway. is dangerous. Like you shouldn't pick your leaders like, like, like the no, 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 no. I don't vote. No, no, I don't. I, okay. I don't I, vote. I vote. I, I vote. vote. So I was like, mm. the reason. Well, let me tell you why I wanted Boris. The world, England needs someone that can. How can I put it? They need a comic relief right right now. Don't get me wrong. I don't think there's nothing going on in England that deserves someone like Margaret Thatcher or someone that is that needs to be strong right now 
to get us out of anything because England is is it thriving yes have I changed my way of thinking because I'm older now and I'm a working man and I have a kid and I have a wife to be yes so right now England isn't hurting me in a sense where for pocket for money for me losing anything so right now the comic relief is that if there was a war on and I couldn't find a job or I couldn't find it then I would ask for a stronger leader but right now I don't believe there's anything that Boris can do to change England right now when it comes to anything I don't really see anything that's wrong maybe I don't watch enough TV but him handling this coronavirus right now to me I'm, it's hard to say there's nothing he can do there's nothing he can do he's not like Donald Trump that closes down the top research centre for like for like vaccines and viruses do you know what I mean he hasn't and, and the only it. reason Trump did that was because Obama made him he wanted to you see how ridiculous <laughs> but Boris is dangerous another way life, life comes at you fast and um, yeah. although there isn't a war or there isn't a like life does come at you fast it can, anything can happen at any time for any reason and yeah. you want the best person that the most capable individual at the helm of your ship I know but you can't account for anything sometimes you I, have to well, this is why I say you unexpected but Boris did not know this was going to happen or if he did and he still wanted to jump in it because imagine Theresa May right now oh Ooh. it would be a different okay, story I'll put it this way like instead of thinking it in terms of like size like let's shrink it down if there was a crisis in your town would you want Boris Johnson to take care of it or Jeremy Corbyn? In just your immediate area. Yeah, Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn. Why, why would you want Jeremy Corbyn over Boris? Because he's... I can understand the seriousness of he would take it okay, seriously. Okay, and that... If I saw Boris, I'll be like, oh, why is this okay, guy here? and that is why one man should be a prime minister and one man shouldn't. Because you have to think of your town on a macro scale, just just scaled up. You want that same individual looking after all the towns. Yeah, and that's why Boris is a problem. So hmm. that's, that's how true. politics. Because back in the day, politics were just you know, it was different. Um, you picked a lead, like you. We pick our um, MPs and whatnot. And uh, they're supposed to be like little mayors or little governors of our area helping us or, or, or explaining our wishes to the, the, those higher above. But that's not really what happens. Every, all these you know, companies got their interests in our areas and these construction companies and the this and the that. And so long as we all pay our council tax and don't rock the boat too much. Like, like I think of Boris, when, when the, the riots were happening, um, Boris wanted to bring in military equipment from Germany to, you know, to quell the the disruption. Now, I just think to myself, it's it's insane. They they didn't really address the cause of the riots, really. And uh, no, they didn't at all. The riots was a shambles of yeah. people just. They did not. They that, that like, England, nobody cared about England, Mark Duggan. No, England. That's you see the reason why England are taking so much care now is because they know England will get together. Yeah, it's a powder keg. and they will riot. They know. They know England will riot. They know. They know. This is no. This is no joke. I I, I see it as the rest of the world take England and the way we speak sometimes as a complete joke. They don't understand how serious we are sometimes. If we were to get together, mate, go on this WhatsApp, mate, and put all this stuff together, believe it would just. And I don't, <laughs> it, I don't. Yeah. It was so easy to organize the you're first right. time. It would be easier to organize. You're the right, time. and I, I don't want that to happen. But it's just like, it's they, they know that, that, that the British people have the potential to revolt. So you keep yes. the peace as much as you can. That's I think that's one of the main reasons he didn't ratchet up the pressure on. Because there, there's people like me and you probably, I can stay at home, I can be in my house, I can go out very infrequently, because I do that anyway. It doesn't bother me. that I saw this joke the other day that everyone's like, oh, I bet all you introverts are having a good time. And the joke was like, 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I yeah. used to go out by myself, and I missed that. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, I get it. But there's people that are are they're like golden retrievers that are not properly equipped to be inside this much, and it is driving them crazy. They're... Yeah, I, you know what? The funny thing about that is the funny. It's that's a good topic. The people that are that I believed were strong-willed are the ones that are kind of annoying me when it comes to it. Like, I'm looking at their posts and I'm like, you were such a strong individual when I spoke to you on the phone, when I did this. And I feel like I'm coping with this better than most people are and I don't understand why. <laughs> Suffering's relative. Uh, I'm not... But you're right. Strength is only strength when it's tested. Otherwise, just bluster, yes. yes. bravado. Is, right? Like a lot of people talk a good game, but when push comes to shove, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, and you can and you can you can see it through the way people are talking. Like um, my family, um, when I speak to them, they're like, "Yeah, we're doing right, we're doing right." But I've realised. Me, my family's strong. They're strong-willed. We don't really talk to each other much. We're very stubborn, not backstabbing. Very true to ourselves. We we talk. Our problem is we talk the truth too much. If we see something, we say it. That's that's our problem. Call my uncle yesterday. He's like, yeah, I just been back from just come back from the honeymoon, and yeah, I was like working. He's going through life like it's nothing. Yeah. Then my other side of the family now, they're not coping. <laughs> they're panicking. <laughs> They're panicking. Oh, this and that. You're like, relax, relax, calm you, down. So not you have like... to surrender yourself to a situation where you cannot affect it. Like, there's nothing you can do other than to stay your ass in your house, only go out when it's extremely necessary, and you know, wash your hands and and you know things like that. And wash, wash your, your ass. ass. Wash you know? your ass. I have I got an argument with a, with a buddy of mine because he's trying to tell me that this whole thing is a conspiracy to put up the 5G and uh, the 5G's causing us is going to kill us all and it's part of the oh that's a good thing so, yeah, go on continue because I've got that written down too 5G I've got that yeah down. Um, he, um, got that he's there telling me so I said to him and I, this guy gets on my nerve because he smokes too much weed to begin with and I don't know how much smoking too. I don't know how too much weed is, but whatever amount he's smoking, he needs to smoke less. And um, yeah. I said to him, "Well, yo, bro, give me like some real information. Like, give me some stuff." He goes, "Well, if you want to know for yourself, go for a jog later and stand under one of those five G towers for a five, 10 to fifteen minutes, and then don't and tell me if you don't feel sick later on." And I was thinking to myself, "What? Seriously?" I was like, dude, like I know this guy. He's gone for a jog. It could be that he's correlating things that aren't there. Like, maybe you weren't feeling great from your jog. Maybe you. Okay, then how does he know where this five G tower is? How does he know this five G? He's saying it's the new tower master. But they got people in Bristol. <laughs> they got people in Bristol right now burning these things down. Like that's silly. Yes, they're what, saying that they're, they're causing illness and they're they're killing people and birds and all kinds of. Not, and I said to my, I said to him like, when televisions came out, they said this. When cell phones came out, when microwaves came out, when computers came out, they said, oh, they give off dangerous radiation; it's going to kill us all. I was like, this is just an upgrade of the 4G, you know. And every time we scale up, there's this 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 um, panic about. Oh, this will be the thing that does it. Like Skynet's coming or something. I'm like, oh, seriously? Come on, man. Like, okay, you know what? We're gonna, you know what? Okay, you know what? Because we, we, we. I, I can see me and you. Yeah, we could, we could do this forever. I can, I can tell. This is good. This is gonna be good because this 5G thing that you're talking about and your friends talking about. I don't mean to be rude to him, but he's trying to <laughs> shit. Um, no, I, I agree. <laughs> the radiation thing, though, you, we have to take that part seriously. The only reason why I say that is because um, I was in the cab the other day and the guy was telling me apparently the Spanish flu, I don't know if it was 
in Spain where it first started, where it caused Spain, is when they put electricity in Spain in one area. And basically, because something with the electricity and what was going on, I think it's like mutated. The, I don't know what he was talking about, but he said to me that's how it first came about. And they did the same thing and they destroyed the electricity that they were using in their area, whatever. And basically, they had to upgrade it later on, later on with the times. But then I said to him, he does, you do understand that the human body has to have these viruses for us to move on. This, these, these viruses, I'll be honest with you, these viruses that we're getting out are nothing compared to what they used to have back in the day. It's because we have the media and we can yeah, the talk about off it. one fourth of the of the world. It, and the Spanish flu, when it first came, come on. Do you know what I mean? There's been civilizations that have been wiped out because of the plague or or, or, or a type of virus this is this is our plague for now do you know what yeah, I mean this is the, our one as far as plagues go now. this is not and I, and I say this you know very tongue in cheek very because I, I understand there's a lot of elderly people and a lot of people that have died that because of the, the contagion that they can't even see their loved ones who have passed and I know there's there's, there's that that closure aspect's got to be severely painful. Like, yeah, someone's yeah, died. Very... Your your grandpa, or your grandma, or your mom, or your dad, or your spouse, and you can't even view the body because it's too dangerous. So there's a part of you that thinks, yeah, are they even dead? I get that, and that's horrible. And um, but at the same time, as far and this is statistically, and I don't want to be insensitive, but statistically, it is not as bad as. The, as the world has seen thus far no it's not it's not all, all we have to do is read look at history as they say God has destroyed the world twice already yeah he's destroyed the world twice already he's destroyed it with a meteor and he killed I, with I, an ice I, age I don't know God does that kind of stuff I, but, uh, 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 this, I'm telling you now, mate, he ain't going to kill us with no virus. Trust me, it's going to be bigger than that. <laughs> it's going to be bigger than that, yeah? It's going to be... Well, I'm, he ain't going to kill us I'm with no flu. I'm that God allows Bel- things, but he doesn't necessarily cause them. Once the once the, the wheels of a machine are in motion, anything can happen. And I, and I think that a lot of the things that... Like, the problem... Like, this virus, I don't say God caused it. I think that the people in Wuhan that were being irresponsible in their food preparation and their markets made everyone more susceptible to it. I know, but brother, but who went to Wuhan, ate something, shitted it out, didn't wash their hand, touched the, but, touched well, the tap? The, well, the belief is that they the touched the contaminated blood or whatever and then touched their mouth and eyes. And, and then it gets into their body and then they have the respiratory and then they cough and they talk to other people. And because human beings, are, our number one mode of communication is verbal, um, that just spread like wildfire. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I can't. Do you understand that Wuhan place is now going to get closed as, down as and all these people are not, not At least two of the up. last three major viruses have come out of that region. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, it, it, it sounds to me. It, it, I'm not talking about a, a world, new world order, and orchestrating. I just believe this is this is the biggest joke. I believe that someone's played. It's the biggest joke because to me, humans can do that, and they will do that to us on purpose. It's the biggest joke ever. I didn't. I I know. I got to the point where I was at work. And I was asking people, do you know when it's got the coronavirus? They're like, yeah, my friends, aunties, uncle. I said, no. Do you know anyone that's on Facebook? Do you know anyone that you know? Do you want... No. So I was like, it's not, it doesn't exist. Until I went to work one day and my throat started hurting me. And I was like, all right, what's this? Then I couldn't breathe properly. And I was like, hold on. This can't be happening. And I was in work and I sat down and I fell asleep literally for like an hour and I woke up and I was like <gasps> you know what you're like and I thought wow but it's the same cold I get all the time that's my problem but now I can feel it in my nose between my eyes 
and it's not and I can just feel the pressure there and it's not going away yeah I can't shake it I have to take flu tablets and it will shake it but that's it and I can't shake it at all like people say my face looks droopy but I don't to me I look fine in the mirror but they're like no you don't you're, you're not fine you're normally bubbly laughing around joking I'm like no no I'm fine but I don't wish this on anybody. I don't and, wish and on anybody. It. And it's no and you could you could have a very strong uh, strain of it, but for whatever reason, your your immune system's fighting it off. But you will be highly contagious. Yeah. Eight. And then anyone in your household yeah. who interacts with anyone else is passing that off every time they leave to go somewhere else. And uh, yeah, yeah. Like my sister has a newborn, and I'm reluctant to go over there because of that reason and I, I like I worry and because I obviously they're fine and even they traveled internationally because of another family member was ill but it was like yeah I was, I'm, I'm worried about that kind of stuff because I don't I don't want I god forbid you know um but yeah it's there's there's nothing you can do about it like it, it, everyone was making jokes about people didn't understand hygiene because apparently no one was washing their hands and they were. I, I've, been, they yeah, were. You, I've been to clubs they and pubs really. and seen guys do their business and then go and just walk right out. And I'm just thinking that's disgusting. I've never been that guy, but I, yeah, people have been that way. And it's just, and then like, and I'm not going to say um, people who are necessarily foreign, but um, sometimes I'll be walking down the street and then like, and usually men will just be like spitting everywhere. And I'm like, like in the West Indies and like my family, like if you have to spit, you you look around, make sure no one, you cover your mouth, you do it down the drain or something. But like a lot of these other cultures are just like, like I, I watched a guy spit in front of himself and then walk on it. I was like, you could have walked that in your house. <laughs> Might as well as you, you just stayed at home and spat. The funny thing about though, this is gonna make more people like if we believed they were trying to get people outside to enjoy life and go to the gym. If this is not gonna make people stay in their house now more, even after it's finished, no one's going outside. This home shopping boom thing is gonna go up tenfold now. No one's gonna to want to touch anything. This whole e-commerce, because it's this whole e-commerce and they're trying to make um London quicker is gonna boom now with fast travel passes, um, buying online, double tapping like your oyster, not touching anything, it's going to become ridiculous now. It's going to, this business is going to fly off now. There's going to be a shift in the social consciousness. Um, People are going to show more respect. You watch, the funding for the NHS is going to magically appear. It's going to be fine going forward. We don't worry about the NHS anymore. It's fine now. Because everyone knows what life will be like if something like this happened and we had no nhs yeah oh yeah you think so this, this is human yes. nature it's like oh, yeah yeah definitely <laughs> if there was a war military funding would have gone through the roof the best funded militaries are ones that have just suffered major wars or are are having a war this yeah. is a war in a sense people people are going to flood into the medical field the government's going to pump ridiculous amount of money because this has crippled the economy in a way that war doesn't. War is very good for the economy, unfortunately. But this is not. And they're going to be like, we can't allow this to ever happen again. So if we're the country that, if this does happen again, is still able to function, we need to be on the forefront of, of medical whatever, cutting edge, so that our citizens will be safe if this ever happens. And they'll pump money into social, like all social um, endeavors like health vaccines medicine medical research you watch the funding for it is going to skyrocket because nobody wants this to happen again and that's human nature hindsight's 2020 they're gonna be like i don't want no that's a funny thing to say 2020 but hindsight is 2020 and um at the end of this year the united states is gonna have a new president hopefully it's not donald trump it's when is the, uh, when for is the elections for that by the way I love the elections. I can't lie. I love it. It's kind of, it's like a, yeah, it's like WrestleMania November. I don't know if it will be delayed or how they're going to manage that because voting requires you to, you can vote absentee, but yeah. 
Who's the candidate? Who's the candidate? Um, Obviously, for the Republican Party, unopposed at the moment, Donald Trump. For the Democrats, Joe Biden. I don't know if Bernie has fully. uh, Yeah. Joe Biden. Vice President, former Vice President Joe Biden under Barack Obama. Um, Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's the front runner. I heard he got, I heard he doesn't know sometimes what he's talking about. Even on his worst day, probably. he's better than Donald Trump. Even on his worst day. Okay. He has empathy, he has sincerity. Donald Trump's on TV talking about how he's doing press conferences talking about the amount of deaths in the United States and then talking about how he's got the, the, the ratings for his press conferences are higher than The Bachelor. And I'm like, read the room, man. Like, this is not the time for that. He's, he's a idiot. celebrity. I don't expect nothing else. And, I don't, I, I don't and, then he's, else. and then he's like, you know, I'm number one on Facebook. I've got a, apparently, he's got like 28 million followers. And then I heard a comedian say, yeah, uh, Barack Obama has 55 million. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe someone should tell him that. <laughs> like, yeah, you're popular, but you're still not more popular than the past president. Like, he's almost got double the amount. So it's like, it's it's silly and this is why I say I don't want I don't want the jester to be king I don't want a spectacle I want leadership I want someone how, that, how well, can this, a jester be a king this, this is what it this is why Boris is in charge Boris is a jester he should never be he tussles his hair before an inter, for media interviews to make himself yeah he yeah and then he's he tussles his hair and then he yeah so that he can, and when we see someone like that, do you expect someone like that to be responsible by looking? At, no. no. So no it's the reason why your your teachers would say, "Oh, you can't come in here looking like that. You can't be so scruffy. You can't have your jumper like that. You can't. You have to comb your hair." And da, 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 da. Because the perception of an individual sometimes, like people treat you how you look. My mom always says this: people treat you how you look. He makes himself look irresponsible. So if he does something irresponsible. That goes with our narratives, our, our our internal narratives of what he is, and he lets himself off the hook that way. But he he's got his finger on on the UK's nuclear buttons. He's like he gets briefed by MI5 and MI6 and all of the intelligence agencies about that. He's our guy, and he's an idiot. I know. I imagine that. And. Um, I didn't like Theresa May, but I always felt that Theresa May was responsible. I can't trust anyone that doesn't have any children. That's ridiculous. It's bad, right? <laughs> I can't. In, in ancient trust times, people without children, children were considered to be more trustworthy because they had no political no, agenda. They weren't trying to pass on their power can't. to their offspring. There's a reason, yeah. That 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 there, that yeah. That's power. That's why Caesar. Yeah, that's why Caesar got killed. Yeah, he yeah, kills him. A lot of people when they get into power, they want to just pass it down. Even if it's de- democratic, they want to pass it down to hereditary succession. Yeah, kings. Yeah, kingdoms are full of how many pushes were president. It's true. Dude, <laughs> and look what happened. And they both. They um, both the other brothers, the governor of Florida, was the governor of Florida. That's true. They That's got political true. dynasties. That is true. That is true. All right, then, brother. Well, it's yeah. been an hour. Can I, you could, I could talk to you forever, man. This, this is good stuff. The funny thing about this, I'm going to say to you, I was going to ask you, you sure you don't want to do it another one Absolutely. tomorrow? Because this is, this is, this is good. I ain't doing nothing. This I'm staying my ass well, Yeah, me too. I am on quarantine because this this. This thing is killing me, man. I'm, I have not gone outside in like four, three days, four days. But we will do another one tomorrow. But um, sign yourself off. Give us your plugs. Tell us where you are, what you're doing, I, what, I am what you're a, playing. I'm a key worker, I El Chapo Negro. Um, I work for TFL. Yeah, keeping Woo-hoo! keeping London moving. Keep two meters of distance, six feet away from each other. Um, and after everything's said and done, I believe that every individual will be judged on how well they love each other. And that is the only thing that's really important. So if you're worried about what to do in a crisis, think about the most loving course of action and defer to that. So that's all I got. Good man. Any um, Twitter? Nah, my Twitter like is just plug? for me to Google pretty lady. 
<laughs> all right then people i have been your boy teddy hogle find me on all platforms find me on youtube find me on twitter find me on instagram just look for me everywhere and i would say to people like subscribe and share this everywhere people okay people cool peace up later thank you